Mark Cuban. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you're not, if you don't pay attention to detail on the little things, you're not going to be in the habit of paying attention to detail for the big things. Ken Griffey Jr. Hey, he wears his hat backwards. Well, where my hat backwards because my dad had a fro and I wanted to wear his hat. And if I put his hat on at age six and, you know, he's got a eight and a half and I got like a little five, it's not going to really stay on my head. Jeannie Buss. Thank you for having me. What a nice turnout. It's good to see everybody. John Smoltz. Is if you don't have the imagination and the willingness to fail or not being afraid to fail, I don't think you can be truly great. Candace Parker. I have had so much hope for this generation coming up that I've grown up with women in sports, in leadership roles, on television, speaking about sports, speaking knowledgeably about sports. Pau Gasol. To me, all the work that I've done, all the humanitarian work that I've done has always given me great perspective, has allowed me to keep my feet on the ground and uh, has really put and reminded me what's truly important. Damian Lillard. That was for Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Just to name a few. Welcome to Sports Business Radio. Now, here's Brian Berger. Well, thanks for joining us on this edition of Sports Business Radio. I hope you're doing great. We have a great guest with us this week, one of the legends of sports, Emmett Smith, the NFL's all-time leading rusher with 18,355 yards, three-time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys. He's starring in a new Pepsi and Frito-Lays commercial with Dan Marino, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Tom Brady, and Julian Edelman, as well as Josh Allen. And the new commercial debuts September 10th on Sunday Night Football on NBC, and it's going to run throughout the NFL season. We're going to discuss the the behind-the-scenes of the new TV spot, whether or not he thinks anyone will ever break his all-time rushing record, what Emmett Smith Enterprises does and the business projects it's working on, What it takes to be a good leader, he's one of the best, and the importance of building and placing value on a personal brand. Emmett has done a great job with that as the NFL's all-time rushing king. I'm joined by executive producer Brian Griggs. Griggs, how are you? I'm doing great, and uh, yeah, the goat from the running back position. Anytime you can have a goat on, right, you take that. So yeah, Emmett grew up watching him play. He was just iconic on the field and doing a lot of great stuff off the field, so it was fun to hear from him and catch up and see what he's doing, uh, you know, in his world of business and TV and everything else. It's amazing how the athletes like Emmett Smith, who get it during their playing career of building those relationships, learning business, and then they're able to pretty seamlessly transition into post-career in the business world. He's done a really good job of that. You'll hear him talk about that. And then leadership just translates to anything, right? Like you could be a good leader at University of Florida, with the Gators like he was, with the Dallas Cowboys, and now in the business world. So um, his secrets to leadership, I think, are really important. And yeah, like you said, whenever we can have a goat on this show, that's pretty good. And then I'm just amazed, and he talks about this, how the running back position has changed. So now everything is about throwing the ball 30 to 50 times a game. Um, running backs are not valued like they were when Emmett Smith and Walter Payton and Earl Campbell and, you know, some of the greats of the game played. And, you know, for that reason, you look at his record and you wonder, will this record ever be broken? So I asked him about that and it's interesting to hear his answer, but Derek Henry of the Tennessee Titans is the active NFL running back who is closest 
to Emmett Smith's record. Griggs, he's 10,000 yards behind <laughs> Emmett Smith. So if you look at how many times running backs are getting the ball today and the emphasis on passing, you come to the conclusion like I do, this record is probably going to stand for quite a while. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, you mentioned that too. I think even running backs now are catching passes more than they're running. I mean, you got a lot of right. running backs. They become that fourth option as a receiver more than just handing the ball off. So I don't think it's going to be beaten. And uh, man, he was so fun just thinking back when we're talking about it right now, his his runs, some of the iconic runs he had in Dallas, just like, wow, how he got through some piles and the spin moves and just, he was so fun to watch and so excitable, big smile, fun on the field. And his leadership has taken over, you know, in his life off the field. So that's, that's been fun to see. Well, the other thing I'm going to say is this, durability is a skill. It counts for something. Sometimes it's luck of the draw. You know, you get a freak injury and you're, you're out or your career is over. Emmett Smith was able to remain durable mm -hmm. for a long career, um, carrying the ball a lot. He was a workhorse for the Cowboys, especially on those uh, three Super Bowl champion teams. So keeping yourself healthy is a big skill. And one of the reasons he's at the top of the all-time NFL rushing list is because he was able to keep his body in such great shape and he was able to keep himself healthy. All right. Let's look at some headlines. There were some big ones since our show last week. Number one, Griggs, Cal, Stanford, and SMU have joined the ACC, otherwise known as the Atlantic Coast Conference. So let me get this straight. We have two schools on the Pacific Coast, <laughs> Cal and Stanford, that are now playing in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Can we at least rename these conferences now that this alignment has taken place. The Big Ten is not the Big Ten, it's the Big 18. Mm -hmm. The Big 12 is not the Big 12, I think it's the Big 16. Um, the Pac-12 is not the Pac-12, it's the Pac-2. The Atlantic Coast Conference isn't really made up of teams from the Atlantic Coast. It <laughs> now includes two Pac-12 teams. Some interesting parts of this deal to show you how badly SMU wanted to jump to the ACC and be in a relevant Power Five conference. They're foregoing TV money for nine years. Now, these three schools also have three of the largest endowments of any colleges in America. So they can afford to forego market value like the rest of the teams in the ACC will get. And in SMU's case, they basically said, just let us come to the cool kids party. <laughs> no, we don't need any money for nine years. But it's really incredible to see what these conferences have realigned to. This is definitely the nail in the coffin for the Pac-12. Oh, this yeah. is the Pac-2 now. I can't imagine it's a much harder pushing the boulder up the hill for the Pac-12 to get eight to 10 teams to join them than it is for the two remaining teams to just go join the Mountain West Conference or some other existing conference. And I mean, let's sit and pause about this for a minute. I know we've talked this on previous shows. This is the end of a 108-year-old conference. This has been around for a long time, the Pac-12. You and I have talked about this. We're West Coasters. Yep. We've grown up with Pac-10 and Pac-12, and this is the final season. And Griggs, as luck would have it, as we record this right now, the Pac-12 is undefeated in football 
during this season. So every single team won their home opener. USC has won two games. And Colorado, let's get to our next headline. How about Deion Sanders? This guy comes in and they pay him a five-year, $29.5 million deal. Colorado had to beg, borrow, and steal for the money. They hired Dion. He hasn't even coached a game. University of Colorado receives $28 million in donations, the most they've ever received for their athletic department. It is a frenzy in Boulder. People are so excited for Dion, but then they're like, all right, let's see him play. They were one of the worst teams in Division I college football last year. They brought in, I believe, 87 new players this year, more than any other team at any level of college football. They basically rebooted the team, including the quarterback, who is Deion Sanders' son. And what do they do, Griggs? They go to TCU, who played in the national championship against Georgia, who doesn't lose at home very often, who was a 20-and-a-half-point favorite to Colorado, in Colorado and Deion Sanders win the game outright 45 to 42. And it was an exciting game. And I'll tell you what, I, like a lot of other people, Colorado football is now very relevant. Mm-hmm. I will be watching Deion Sanders and his team play this season. And of course, if you're the Big 12, you're going, wow, how lucky did we get? We're getting Colorado starting next season. Dion's one of the the you know spotlights of college football right now. The Pac-12, another blow for them. You've lost all but two of your teams. You could have had this, you know, rising star in the college football ranks. So really an interesting story there, Greg. Man, it's must-watch TV. That was so fun to watch. I watched the whole game. And like you said, I'll probably be watching any game I can get with Colorado because uh, I mean Dion's over there with uh, missing two toes. You know, hobbling around, looking cool as ever, of course, you know, dialed up on the on the fashion show. His son killed it. I mean, it looked like he yeah. was, you know, Heisman winning trophy guy. I mean, he's out there just dropping dimes. The long ball was perfect. He uh, he commanded the offense. They had one returning starter on defense, and they looked like they'd played together forever. So, yeah. I mean, masterful work by Dion and the staff to mold that team together with all those transfers coming in. They're an entirely new program, and they go out there and beat uh, TCU uh, on the road. Impressive. I'm looking forward to the season with Colorado. Well, Travis Hunter played two ways. 129 yes. snaps total on both sides of the ball. The kid never sat down <laughs> on the bench during the entire game. That is incredible. I don't care what position you play or who you are. If you're playing 129 snaps in a Division One college football game on the road in the Texas heat, man, that is phenomenal. Well, guess what, Griggs? We were looking for our underdog of the month presented by underdog fantasy. And we're giving it to the university of Colorado. And again, the buffs won one game last season. They were the bad news bears. They brought in all these new players and they were a 20 and a half point underdog at TCU. And they won the game outright. So for that alone, the University of Colorado football team is our underdog fantasy underdog of the month. Congratulations to them. And again, it, it's must-see TV with the University of Colorado going forward. I mean, Boulder is going to be going nuts. That's a, a party place anyways. Yeah. <laughs> with Dion's debut, man, 
That is going to be a sight to see. Yeah, I don't think I want to be in Nebraska this coming Saturday. I think I'd be a little nervous <laughs> with that machine coming in. Yeah, and after losing on the last play of the game, Nebraska to Minnesota right. in game one, it's probably only going to get worse for you going forward. And by the way, let me just say this. In college sports, it is easier to bring a coach like Coach K or Dion or like a coach at the college level can make a huge difference. And I'm not saying this is common and that everyone can do it because you really have to be special as a coach to be able to pull this off and especially so quickly. And it is only one game. Let's not get too excited. Let's not put them in the in the natty yet. But to change the culture of a organization where there was a losing mentality like they had in Colorado and they just knew every time they got on the field they were going to lose and they won one game and they had a bunch of players that weren't inspired for Dion to change that culture so quickly. It's amazing, but it's a lot easier to do at the college level than the pro level, the pro level. You don't see this kind of turnaround this quickly with the culture. Um, but in college, that's why a coach makes a big difference. You saw Nick Saban go in and do this at Alabama. Um, you know, we've seen lots of coaches go in at different programs that were kind of sad sack and, turn them into relevant programs and in sometimes champions like Nick Saban in Alabama. Um, so, you know, I think we live in this copycat world where everyone's like, oh, Steph Curry shoots the three. James Harden shoots the three. Now everyone's shooting the three. Oh, in the NFL, uh, you know, everyone passes it. We're going to pass it. Now in college, you're going to have these athletic directors and university presidents. They're going to go, Where's my Deion Sanders? <laughs> Where do I go find a Deion Sanders? And again, this isn't easy to find a Deion Sanders. But if you find one, he or she can turn your program around pretty quickly. I mean, I look at what uh, Kim Mulkey did with LSU. I mean, she goes in and immediately hey, they win the national championship at LSU. Yeah. So if you have the right coach, they can turn things around quickly. And oh, by the way, they're going to get the donor base excited like Dion did. And you're going to get $28 million in donations like Colorado did. I mean, again, not everyone's going to get $28 million. That's a lot of money, but the donors are going to engage. The season ticket holders are going to engage. Griggs, can you imagine how much Colorado football merchandise is being sold this week <laughs> Crazy. in anticipation of that Nebraska game? Yeah, no, it's going to be fun to watch. I think they're going to do only up and up for Colorado and you know, I agree. I think when you have a coach like Dion, like what kid doesn't want to play in that locker room? And we've seen some of his speeches already. Like, yeah, it's inspiring stuff. And it's Dion. I mean, it's, it's a goat for, for that world of any football. What kid doesn't want to play for that? So I think you're right. Uh, kids at that age, especially in college, can be molded easier than the NFL. You don't have as much of the money stuff. You don't have the egos yet. You have these kids that are like, I'm playing for Dion. Let's go. And, and you're seeing that already. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back after this. Hi, Brian Berger here from Sports Business Radio. Underdog Fantasy is the official gaming partner of Sports Business Radio and the fastest growing fantasy app. Underdog has a variety of daily and season-long fantasy games that you can play. Best Ball Mania has $15 million in pool prize money and first place wins $3 million. You can play as many entries as you want and once you draft your team, you sit back and enjoy. No lineup changes needed. 
an underdog pulls your best performers and gives you those points. You never have to worry about leaving the wrong player on the bench again. Griggs and I will have our teams drafted for the upcoming NFL season, and this is a great way to enjoy all the upside of fantasy football without having to worry about maintaining your lineup each week. For daily fantasy, I love playing Pick'em and Rivals. With Pick'em, if I get five picks right, I can win 20 times my money. It's a fun way to do over-unders on player stats as well as pit players against each other. We've got a special offer for sports business radio listeners. New users get up to $100 matched on their first deposit when they use the code SBR, like sports business radio. SBR is the code to use. So download the app at underdogfantasy.com or in your app store and then enter the promo code SBR to get up to $100 to play with. Also, make sure to listen to my conversation on Sports Business Radio with Underdog Fantasy founder and co-CEO Jeremy Levine. He shares the unique story of how he founded Underdog Fantasy, and he has great insight into the future of daily fantasy and sports betting. Thanks to Underdog Fantasy for being the official gaming partner of Sports Business Radio. Now, back to Sports Business Radio with Brian Berger. All right, our next headline. The NFL season gets underway this Thursday. We've got Detroit and Kansas City, then a full slate of regular season games this weekend. Uh, As far as sports business goes, a big change. YouTube TV will now carry the NFL Sunday ticket and the NFL Red Zone channel. Um, It's $299 just for the NFL Sunday ticket. It's $339 if you add the NFL Red Zone on top of the Sunday ticket subscription. Griggs, NFL ticket had been with DirecTV since 1994. So 1994 to 2023... By my math, that's 29 years. That's a long time. So this is a new wrinkle for the NFL. Um, Will it go smoothly? We'll see. But uh, I'm excited for the NFL season. You know, lots of changes. There's a new owner or ownership group in Washington with the commanders. Um, But we do this every year before the season starts. We give our Super Bowl prediction. And Griggs, (laughs) I'm going to let you start with yours. I've got mine. Oh, God. Uh, you you got to start with yours. We're going to save this clip. And if either one of us is right, then we can come back to this and go, see, told you. This is good because completely blindsided by this and I was not prepared. I know. So this I, is good. I, know. I was going to give you a heads up, but I kind of <laughs> wanted your, your uh, on the spot prediction. Okay. Okay. Let me think for one second. Let's see. Um, I still think Kansas City is going to be in the hunt um, and Buffalo might be there. Uh, let's go. I'll put Casey in. Against who do I want out of the other side? Oh, I don't even know. Casey and uh, uh, you seem like a Niners guy. I was almost going to say Niners. That was that was what was floating around. So let's do that. Let's do Niners. Let's do Niners and Casey in the Super Bowl. Okay. That seems to be a very popular pick. Yeah. Um, you know, the one question with the Niners is Brock Purdy, right? And, and the quarterback position, but the rest of that roster is really solid. They got to the NFC Championship game last year. Purdy got hurt. Um, Kansas City, I mean, they're the defending champs. You can't really go wrong there. The Griggs, you and I agree on these things a lot. Yeah. Not here. Oh, good. What's I, yours? I, I'm, I'm going to go with two different teams. Good. I am going to go with the hungry, lost in the AFC Championship game, 
Cincinnati Bengals yeah. to represent the AFC. I think Joe Burrow it's is good. it. He's him. Um, I think it's always hard to repeat. Yeah. And with Kansas City, I think it's going to be hard to repeat. They lost Eric Bieniemy as their offensive coordinator, which I think does make a difference, mm-hmm. even though Andy Reid is an offensive genius as well. But let's see what the loss of Bieniemy to the commanders means to Kansas City. But I'm going Cincinnati. And I know Joe Burrow, you know, got hurt and he might get off to a slow start and people might go burger. The Bengals, they're not it. Let's see. Let's play it all out. And then I think the Eagles are hungry to return. They had that game, the Super Bowl, under control. And then in that second half, it all caved in on them. And Patrick Mahomes did his thing. So I'm going Cincinnati and Philadelphia. I like it. In the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl will be in Las Vegas for the first time. So... um that's going to be a new twist for the NFL as well. They've had the draft there. They've never had the Super So um, those are gorgeous facilities they have there with the Raiders. But I'm going Cincinnati and Philadelphia. Mark this down. You're going Kansas City and San Francisco. Neither one of us is really going out on a limb. Right. Um, neither one of us is picking Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, even though I have enjoyed hard knocks and watching that. I think their Jets are going to be good, but they're in a really tough division. And I just don't believe in their offensive line. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be running for his life most of the time. But yeah. they do have some really good skill players, and their defense is top five. So, um, you know, I think there's always the curiosity of the team that was on hard knocks and watching how they do. Yeah. And you, Put on top of that, probably the biggest move of this offseason was Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers and going to the Jets. He's in a big media market. They're ready to win now. They're all in with their skill players. Like, what does that look like? But uh, those are our picks, Greg. I like it. Yeah, it's always fun. And, uh, you know, the NFL season is long and and there's injuries and there's storylines and all the stuff that plays into this. But uh, we get to see KC on uh, Thursday, so we'll see what they look like. Yeah, and you know, lots of NFL storylines that we haven't covered right now that we'll cover during the course of the upcoming season, including we're going to have Black Friday NFL mm-hmm. for the first time. That's right. So, and that's going to be on Amazon, and that's a whole story in and of itself. So, we'll talk about that. Okay, uh on Friday, after years of escalating tensions, pitting the number two U.S. cable company, Charter Communications, against media giant Walt Disney at midnight with the sides unable to reach a new multi-year programming contract. Charter's 14.7 million TV subscribers lost access to ABC, ESPN, and other Disney channels. And they also lost the feed on the U.S. Open. So if you wanted to watch college football, if you wanted to watch U.S. Open, there were some very angry. My Twitter feed was full yeah. of angry charter communication subscribers, people mad at Disney. Um, and, you know, it was a mess. But will this get remedied? Or is this another example of Big Cable and the demise of Big Cable and why people are changing to streaming and why these channels like ESPN are talking about going direct to consumer on streaming? so that you don't have to go through the cable carriers 
who charge a fee to ESPN and, and all the other channels for being on their cable network and part of their cable package. Again, I've said this for years. I've been on the streaming train from day one. I think big cable, three years, five years tops, and, and it's done. It's too expensive. You have these kinds of disputes. It's a model that doesn't work anymore for a lot of the networks and the media giants like Walt Disney. Um, and we live in this, I want it when I want it society. I want a la carte. I want Netflix. I want Apple. I want HBO. I want ESPN or Pac-12 network, or that's not going to be around anymore. <laughs> SEC network. You know, I want what I want when I want it. I want to program my own home viewing network. And I don't want to have to get cable where there's 700 channels that I'm never going to watch right. that I'm paying for for nothing. And that's where we're headed. Will it happen sooner or will it happen later? That's the only question. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, if you've listened to this show since 2004, I have been on the podcasting train early. I have been on the streaming train early. And both of these things are in full force right now. So that's where it's going. You can sit and continue to pay $300 for your cable bill and have them convince you it's a great bundle and you get your Wi-Fi and you get your phone and you get all this other stuff. But it's all going to be streaming soon. We're going to look at cable like we look at the eight-track cassette player <laughs> and we look at the CD and the DVD player. That's where cable is going. Well, and not to mention, it's so much more convenient. Like, you know, when you were traveling this last year, you just bring your Apple TV and you got all your it's stuff. Unbelievable! It's yeah. just so convenient. Like every time I've gone on vacation this last summer, just take my little Roku stick or whatever I want and boom, I've got all my Netflix. I've got my YouTube TV. I've got anywhere I want to go. So I think that right in, in itself right there is worth it for me. Like just being able to travel around and take your cable and your whatever you want with you, you're streaming with you. So yeah, I think you're right. I think three years is probably right about where you're going to see it fall apart. But it's, it's annoying because it hurts the consumers. I mean, these poor people are in the middle of watching a game and then see ya. Bye-bye, ABC. I mean, that's awful. Right. That's horrible. Yeah, now you're calling your friend and you're like, can I, can I come over and watch the yeah. <laughs> football game? Can I watch US Open? Right. Like, uh, I don't have any sports. And, you know, you as a consumer, you're right. You're at the mercy of these two huge media giants, Charter and uh, Disney. And by the way, we didn't really talk about this, but, you know, go back a few weeks ago and uh, we had Greg Maffei on mm. and, you know, he, he's at the top, all of this charter is one of the things in the Liberty media portfolio. So um, I'm sure his weekend was not fun. Yeah. He probably had a lot of meetings and emergency zooms and phone calls trying to figure this out. So we'll see when this gets figured out. All right. Before we get to the interview with Emmett Smith, Greg's, we love doing sports business radio roadshows, and we've got one to announce. And look, I don't take these for granted. After the pandemic, yeah. when we were stuck in our homes and we were doing roadshows on Zoom, which isn't bad, it's fine. And if we have to do that occasionally to get access to people, okay, I understand it. But I love being in front of a live audience. I love the energy of sitting down with a guest face to face and seeing the body language and um, it's just different. And we're going to a place that we've never done a roadshow. And this is going to be cool. The Sports Business Radio Roadshow, presented by Boingo Wireless, 
is going to take place September 26th in Las Vegas. It's going to feature an interview with Carrie Bubbles, who is the president and COO of the Stanley Cup champion Las Vegas Golden Knights. He's also the former president of the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was president when LeBron was with the Cavs. This is going to be an insightful conversation. We're hopefully going to have some students from UNLV in the room. We'll have some invited guests. If you happen to be listening to this and you are in Las Vegas on September 26th and you'd like to come see what our roadshow looks like in person, drop me an email. I've never given out my email on this show before, but I'm going to do so now. We'll see if I get spammed, but it's Brian with an I, not like Greg spells it with a Y. Brian with an I at sportsbusinessradio.com. So Brian with an I at sportsbusinessradio.com. If you're in Las Vegas on September 26th and you want to come to our road show with Carrie, drop me a note and we'll see if we can uh, get you in the audience. We will record that conversation and it will air probably Griggs, knowing him, he'll have it ready to turn around right away, probably the 27th. Uh, so look for that uh, on that week's edition of Sports Business Radio. But Griggs, the other very good news uh, besides the fact that Las Vegas is a hip-hop happening place with the Stanley Cup champion Las Vegas Golden Knights, they've got the Raiders, as we mentioned earlier. They're probably going to get an NBA team. They might get the Oakland A's. Like This is a place where things are happening. If you listened again to Greg Maffei a few weeks ago, the F1 race is taking place there in November, so you're going to see, like I already have, the streets torn up, and you know it's really transformed the strip, that racetrack. But one of our favorite restaurants, and and they're not a sponsor, Italy, Eat Ali. <laughs> they have it in New York. They have it in Chicago. And we found out they have one in Vegas. Griggs, you and I are going to dinner in Italy. We can't go to the real Italy. So Italy is the next best <laughs> thing, and we will be going. It's pretty close. I mean, the best pasta I've had probably was uh, in the New York one. So I think I'm excited to have that. Uh, you can't go wrong. It's a great meal. And I mean, Vegas is iconic. I love Vegas. It's, talk about energy. I mean, that that town has so much energy and so much going on. And I'm excited to be out there, do a live show, and we get to talk some hockey. So I'm in. I love it. Yeah. Um, our photographer and friend, Brad Kinzer, sent us a list of some speakeasies in Las Vegas. <laughs> so we may visit a, a speakeasy. Who knows? I'm going to try and teach you how to play craps. Yes. Craps is a fun social game if we can find a an inexpensive table where the buy-in isn't like five hundred dollars yeah and we can just learn and have fun then we're gonna play some craps i played with our friend brad when we were there and it was fun um but yeah that's what's coming up and again boingo wireless long time partner of sports business radio and long time partner with our road shows we really appreciate them presenting this conversation, September 26th in Las Vegas with Carrie Bubbles, who is the president and COO of the Stanley Cup champion, Las Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, I that's the other thing I like. Anytime you can talk to an organization that has reached the top of the mountain, like we've done in the last year with the Tampa Bay Lightning, like we've done with the Golden State Warriors, like we've done with Duke men's basketball, like we've done with UCLA. Anytime you can talk to champions and organizations that know how to do it at the highest level, like the Golden Knights, that's really insightful. 
Yeah, and I think uh, in Golden Knights, too, a fairly recent expansion team, too. So it's pretty cool. They've already reached the top and got the Stanley. Yeah. Some teams play for 50 years and never get one. So that's pretty uh, pretty cool, too. So And his history with the Cavaliers. We'll get to talk some LeBron and uh, you know his work with the Cavaliers, too. Yeah, it's a good point. They built it up quickly. They probably didn't do the other teams in the NHL any favors because every owner is like, hey, see what they did in Las Vegas? And they did it quickly. Yeah. Why are we doing that here? We haven't <laughs> won anything in 30 years. Like, let's let's get on it like Vegas did. All right. Coming up next, Emmett Smith, the NFL's all-time leading rusher, three-time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys, a very successful business person now with Emmett Smith Enterprises. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back. 5G is here. Is your stadium ready? From an immersive fan experience to efficient game day operations, 5G is transforming sports and entertainment. If you're ready to jumpstart your 5G transformation, look no further than Boingo Wireless. Boingo is one of the largest operators of indoor wireless networks in the U.S. They provide stadiums and arenas with state-of-the-art 5G networks and support teams across the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, at NCAA. I'm constantly interacting with sports executives, and the reason they love working with Boingo is because Boingo manages 5G and Wi-Fi networks end-to-end, offloading very stretched IT teams. Whether your stadium is looking to support mobile ticketing, cashless payment, or connected operations, Boingo has you covered. But don't just take it from me. Their customers include world-class venues like Soldier Field, State Farm Arena, Petco Park, and University of Louisville. Boingo in 5G. Now that's what I call a win-win. For a limited time, Boingo has a special offer for Sports Business Radio listeners. They're offering a free 5G assessment for your stadium or arena. To get started, simply email sbradio at boingo.com and mention this podcast. That's sbradio at boingo.com. Our thanks to Boingo for their continued support of Sports Business Radio. Now, back to Sports Business Radio with Brian Berger. My guest is Emmett Smith. He's the NFL's all-time leading rusher, three-time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys. He's starring in a new Pepsi and Frito-Lays commercial with Dan Marino, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, and Josh Allen. The new commercial is going to debut September 10th on Sunday Night Football on NBC. It's going to run throughout the NFL season. Emmett, thanks for joining me on Sports Business Radio. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, Brian? Good. So let's start with some questions about Emmett Smith, the businessman. I'm really interested in what point during your playing career did you start thinking about post-career and and your business and, and you know, making, setting up life after football? Well, I, I started out as a rookie, um, with that in mind, knowing, not knowing how long I was going to be able to play the game. But, you know, at my rookie year, I recall going into Jerry Jones's office and asking Mr. Jones to sit down on the sofa and listen at his, his, his business conversations, just trying to learn and understand how this man conducts business, trying to understand what I did not know, trying to see how he leveraged the Dallas Cowboys, learning all those things as the Cowboys uh, value went from one hundred and forty million all the way up to half a billion dollars, and a billion dollars, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I was always 
one of those curious individuals that uh, was thinking beyond the game early on, just not knowing exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, I knew business was something that was in my in my in my cars in my hands. Um, I didn't just didn't know what type of business. So you've got Emmett Smith Enterprises now. Yes. Tell our listeners what that company does. Well, Emmett Smith Enterprises is a holding company first and foremost, uh, and I have a number of different entities that I'm uh, either majority owner in or minority owner in those businesses, and they range in from construction to real estate development with my company 413. Um, it ranges from broker services, tenor, tenor rep business in the real estate space, very similar to the Starback Company or JLL, if you want to look at it from that perspective. Uh, my, 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 that company is called Eastmith Advisors. And, and so we're doing a number of different things in the solar energy space. Um, development consists of uh, retail development or commercial development, if you will. Do have some residential stuff that we're looking at right now. So it's a plethora of things that we do in, con- in conjunction with everything and all things real estate. You got to learn a lot of different things. You got your hands in a lot of different projects. Well, well e- either either what you learn is you learn that you cannot do it all by yourself and you got to hire the right people to help you get it done. And you have to develop the team to help you uh, move the ball forward in those in those areas. Now, I'm not a, a, a estimator in the construction space. And therefore, I do have a guy that has over 35 years of experience. Our team consists of folks that have over 200 years of experience in the construction space. And so from a team-wise, uh, that team looks pretty solid. Uh, obviously, there's always challenges in, in the construction space, but we're doing fairly well. And then when it comes down to development, uh, that's that's how, when I first retired, that's what I started with the Starback Company with on the development side with, the, with another company that I learned. A lot of the development skills that I actually have right now, the site selection skills in terms of analyzing markets, analyzing trade areas, et cetera, et cetera, and putting the development together from, from start to finish. And then when it came down to being exposed to uh, the energy sector itself, found a guy that, that was very sharp, very uh, astute in the energy space. And, and I was looking at some of the projects that I was doing and I'm like, okay, we can add solar energy here tax credits for this and tax credits for that. And so uh, we start, start looking at things that I'm naturally doing and it's not a real stretch for me to just bring this into the West End so I can go, I can vertically integrate things together and take it and scale it. I'm always interested when I talk to elite athletes on this show, I'm sure you get hit up with proposals all the time, whether it's companies that want to work with you or companies that want to work with Emmett Smith Enterprises. Right. What are the elements that you need to see when someone sends you a proposal in order to say, yeah, I'll do that? Well, first and foremost, don't call me asking for money. <laughs> money is the least thing that you can use for me because name value, and this is what I learned through uh, the Dallas Cowboys and watching the Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys is a brand all un- unto itself. And to be associated with that brand is going to be very costly. And so leveraging that brand is something that Mr. Jones have done and done tremendously well. And this whole family has done a tremendous job. And that, therefore, uh, he has grown an enterprise. I'm, so, I'm similar. Uh, my brand may not be as big as the Dallas Cowboys, but when it comes down to being associated or you want an Emmett Smith to be associated with your product, there's a price point that, that, that makes some sense. Now, do I have the opportunity to exchange uh, that value for 
for shares in the company or for ownership in the company? Yes, I do. Uh, if the if I believe in the product itself, meaning that uh, like PepsiCo, for example, and Frito Lay, I mean, we all have grown up watching football games on Sundays and Saturdays and so forth around college football, and we all have our favorite chips. Mine's happen to be um, uh, Cheetos, the fire hot Cheetos, along with my, my favorite drink I like to have. Uh, that's a Pepsi product. Is Mountain Dew Cold Red? I believe in it. And so I don't mind being associated with it. And so with a company like PepsiCo, being associated with them for a number of years through charitable aspects of what I do, that's that's a natural fit. So when it comes down to analyzing a product or service that we offer, that we provide, I'm looking to get a multiple, three or four times multiple on it if I go in at the right level. I like it. All right, let's talk about the spot. Unretired. It debuts, like I said, September 10th on Sunday Night Football on NBC. It looks like you guys had a lot of fun making the spot. How long did it take to make the spot? And take us behind the scenes a little bit. Well, it took about six to eight hours to to produce the spot. And behind the scenes, Randy Moss, myself, Jerry Rice, and, and, and uh, uh, Dan Marino, we all was on a set together. Okay. So we all had to shoot our scenes individually. Then we had to shoot a scene collectively on the sofa. And with Dan eating all of the chips, I mean, at some point, Dan was like, I cannot have another chip. <laughs> I cannot eat another chip. And and, 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 and there are tricks to the trade when it comes down to shooting these commercials, which I'm not going to share all the tricks to the trades. But, I mean, it's only so much soda you could actually drink. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but for us... We had a great time. We had an awesome time being around each other. We had an awesome time uh, uh, just having fun shooting the commercial itself. Jerry Rice and I there trying to do the gritty. Oh, my gosh. How ridiculous. How ridiculous. And so it, it was just a fun It was a fun commercial. I understood the, the elements of being, thinking about retiring and getting back out there and playing the game again. Even at our old age, we know good and too well we cannot do it. But it was, it was the thought that cacks. That's all that matters. I was going to say from watching the spot, like, you're in good shape. Uh, Randy's in good shape. Jerry's still in good shape. Dan looks a little bit older. But, uh, I mean, have you ever had that urge? Like, how long did it take you before you stopped having the urge to, I still want to get back out there. I think I could get a few more yards. No, no. I, I mean, the thought comes across my mind every now and then when there's a very intense or a very critical game or a rivalry game or a big game that's surrounding the Dallas Cowboys and the excitement around the game. If it's a playoff game that really matters, and if it's a fourth and fourth quarter game and, and you're mounting a comeback, yes, I get the urges and the itches. I mean, even when I retired a year after, I, I, I twitched. I twitched just by watching the game, just thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, and so, but I don't, and still to this day, I find myself doing it. It's probably because I'm watching my son, play and watching what he's doing and understanding the game and what he's going through and what he may be even thinking. And, and so that part itself never, ever leaves uh, because I know the game so well. I know what the blocking scheme should be what players should be doing in the blocking scheme. And and when they're making mistakes, I can see mistakes being made on the field. 
When I look at the all-time leading rushers in NFL history, and again, you're at the top of that list, the game has changed now, and teams don't run the ball as much. And my research tells me that the active player with the most number of rushing yards is Derrick Henry, and he's 10,000 yards behind you. So when you talk about unbreakable records, I think your record's going to stand for a long, long time. Do you ever think about how the game has changed and, and you know, that record? I don't think about the record much, but I definitely think about how the game has changed. Uh, the game is, has quickly shifted in the direction of a pass-happy league and a high-scoring league. I think with the the adjustments in the passing game with the officials calling pass interference here and there, not necessarily here and there, they call them pass interference a lot. And then with the the addition of the three wide receivers or the four wide out and the shotgun and guys throwing the ball uh, quite a bit, um, the game has evolved to accommodate what I would call two classes of, of indivi- ind- individual. One, the fantasy football lover to the odds makers that are betting out in Vegas because you score on points. You have the overs and the unders. Then you also have the odds in terms of uh, three points and all those kind of things that are, that are thrown out there quite easily. I think from a fantasy football lover standpoint, it's all about your players scoring those points. And whether it's seven to six or three, um, you know, field goal kicker, quarterback, wide receivers, and then the running back. And then it's your defense. <laughs> right. <laughs> then it's your defense. And now it's like, do I want to have a running back in the game or do I want to throw in my uh, a fourth or a third or, or additional wide receiver instead of a running back? You know, especially in the past half of the league, you're eliminating the running back position because he's not going to touch the ball as much. Yeah. Do you think the record will ever be broken? I don't know. The way I see it, all records are made to be broken, and that's the way I was raised, and that's what I still believe. If a human did it before, a human can come back and do it again. Uh, the game itself will co- gravitate itself right back to the running back position, and so they're going to have to develop a lot of great quarterbacks around the country, which they are doing. Uh, they're starting very young, so we, 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 we'll see. Last question for you. You have always done such a wonderful job of building relationships, both on the football field, and off the football field. For our listeners, what's your secret to building great relationships? I think being authentic, being who you are, and and not being, and being unapologetic about it. I mean, it's okay to speak your truth, but to speak your truth with respect for the other person's truth is something that uh, that that's required. I think being a, a good listener uh, also provides yourself, provides you with the opportunity to have a great conversation and being open to receive knowledge in, in areas that you may be unaware of. That's okay too, because I think we are all placed here to learn and grow and to become the best version of ourselves, not to just uh, spew hatred, not to spew uh, arrogance, but to have respect for one another. And to me, I think those are some of the fundamental things that make people who they really are. Um, to me, I, I've been around a, a lot of great athletes and they have every reason to walk around with a chip on their shoulder, but they don't. They're, they're human beings. 
And they understand that. They respect that. And I respect other people for who they are and what they bring to the table. But I think in, in certain areas, our knowledge and our experiences through life and through football and through travel and everything else have provided us with a unique perspective on life. And, and that unique perspective can be shared to help others become the best version of themselves. Congratulations on a Hall of Fame career on the football field. Continued success to you off the football field. Really excited for everyone to see your new commercial with Pepsi and Frida Lay. Unretired, I thought it was great. And it debuts on September 10th on Sunday Night Football on NBC. Emmett, thanks for joining me on Sports Business Radio. Thank you, my friend. Be good. There's nothing common about you. Not your talent, your drive, your achievements, or even your challenges. You need distinctive financial strategies that match your lifestyle and career trajectory. Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment was created to address your specific needs at every stage of your career and deliver the financial education and strategies you need to help advance your game plan. They speak the language. They know your business. Morgan Stanley will work with you to achieve your goals. I've trusted Morgan Stanley with my personal wealth management for almost 20 years. Visit Morgan Stanley at morganstanley.com backslash GSE. That's morganstanley.com backslash GSE. Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks to the Sports Business Radio team, Brian Griggs, Josh Blank, Ryan Nakajima, and from our friends at CG Sports, CG Young and Nicole Wardle. I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio. This and every SBR podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and your favorite listening app. Follow Sports Business Radio on Facebook, Twitter at SB Radio, Instagram at Sports Business Radio, and online at sportsbusinessradio.com. Sports Business Radio is produced by Brian Griggs and Griggs Productions, griggsproductions.com.